Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today. And joining alongside me are my fellow Smiths. It is Shabazz Smith. <laughs> very, very undercover Shabazz Smith. I love that. I love that. No one will know who I am. No one will guess no, my ethnicity. If you change your last name, that's all that you know the government needs to know that takes. you're you're not the same person exactly and anthony smith hello hello i'm back from my mission as you can see i'm a little tanned. you are back from your mission i just came back from uh <laughs> mexico i was on a mission there and uh yeah i did 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 the mission and now i'm back with the movie podcast that's all you could say. That is all you are allowed to say. Mission Control has told me to stop you from saying anything further. Uh, but Anthony, it is so good to have you back. It's also been a minute since we've all been on an episode together. I know we just did our top films of 2023, which is an incredible episode. Make sure you go check that out now on the movie podcast feed. Uh, but the last movie that we reviewed together was Mean Girls. And now here we are with Mr. and Mrs. Smith. This is a prime video original series based on the film from 2005. Oh my gosh. This is a uh, wild that we're, we're getting such an incredible reinvention of the show. Uh, but it's so good to be back. Shay, how are you doing? You've been in the sick dungeon oh, man. the last week or so. I have been in a cryogenic freeze is what it felt like. Yeah, I've uh, <laughs> I've got the flu or something, man. But man, it is it is kicking my butt. And uh, this is a this is a fun show to talk about because it has kept me company. I love that. And I think this is a show that we were ever, we're all a lot of question marks going into this. We're like, OK, this is Mr. And Mrs. Smith. This is such a different take from what we've were, were we were thinking it was going to be the first film. I think was just so infamous when it came out and so iconic and you know uh, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie people were like they knew what Mr. And, Mr. And, Mr. and Mrs. Smith was and now we are getting a brand new take from Donald Glover of course aka Childish Gambino aka you know him and love him in so many projects that he's in uh, Atlanta being one of our favorite shows in the last five years most likely and we also have francesca sloan who worked on atlanta on on fargo and so many other shows coming together to do a brand new spin on a series and i'm so excited to talk about it because going into the show and obviously we have some housekeeping to get to but going into the show i remember us starting it and for me and shay were watching we're like i don't know if this is hitting for me right now and we we you know after 20 minutes or so we're like you know we're not in the headspace for this one to come back, but what a turn we did when we did come back. So I'm really excited to talk about that and more because this is the movie podcast. You could catch brand new episodes all throughout the week with new interviews, reviews, and episodes and all the latest movies and series. If you want to support the show, we are on Patreon. So check out our show notes below. You could join us on Patreon. You could get ad-free episodes. You could get ad-free episodes if you listen on Apple Podcasts as well, if you want to subscribe there. There are lots of ways to support the movie podcast, help us keep the lights and our mics on. So we'd be so grateful if you did that. And we'll have lots more Patreon tiers coming up very, very soon. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. We have so many incredible videos and posts going on there, giveaways. That is the best place to follow us. And if you want to keep the conversation going, or if you want to see your lovely faces, check out our show notes below because you could join our Discord. We'll open up a room for this show. And you could join us on YouTube so you could see our lovely faces talking about all of your favorite shows, all of your favorite movies, 
and talking to some really, really cool people. We have some really great interviews coming up very, very soon. We're so excited to share them, but stay tuned for that. Like I said, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is a Prime Video original show. Thank you so much to our friends at Prime Video for inviting us to watch the series. The entirety of season one of Mr. and Mrs. Smith is going to be out on February 2nd. That is eight episodes that you could dive into and just get lost in. Um, it's it's really cool. We're going to be talking about it right now. It stars Donald Glover and Maya Erskine, um, as well as a huge range of uh, cameos and ensemble cast. So I'm really excited to get into it all. Anthony, as you have now watched the show twice, I'm so excited for you to lead us off. Give us your first reactions to Prime Video's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Honestly, I, you know, going into it, we we talked about it. We were, we were like, man, I don't know about this, this series. It seems so weird that they're bringing back Mr. and Mrs. Smith, even when they announced it like a year or two years ago. And it, and and really, like we we were very skeptical going into this series, and Donald Glover being a part of it, we were like, okay, well, at least it'll have like a vibe. It'll have this very cool, you know, aura that he kind of brings out with with Atlanta and all the stuff that he does. But you know, going into it, I was a little worried, honestly. And after watching the first episode, I was hooked. I'm like, man, this is a really, really good series, and the most important aspect of the series is the relationship part the relationship between donald glover and maya and and just how they 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 formulate this they're almost forced into a marriage and then kind of grow together each episode as each episode is kind of like a mission that they have to accomplish and you're just watching it and like man i can see myself like it, it almost feels like you are also part of the mission that you feel like if I was in a relationship, this is how I would converse with my partner because it's just very grounded and it's very real and it has a little bit of immaturity, but it's just like, this feels like a real relationship that you, if I like me, if I was going to be a, a spy would actually have. And, and, it, and you, you follow them as they bumble through a bunch of missions and, and just you fall in love with their character. And when you get to episode eight, you're just like, man, I want more. I want more and I want more. And it was such a great ending. Eight episodes, I think, was perfect for the series. I just, I, you know, there's there's tons of action for sure, but it's the chemistry, it's the writing that really draws you in that you're like, man, this is such a great series. And, you know, Maya Erskine is fantastic. Like, I just watched her. She was a voice actress for Blue, Blue Eye Samurai. And I couldn't put a face to her, but now I can. Like I've, I've seen her in action. I've seen her be this actress, and she is hitting it on every level because she plays this closed-off spy, and, and Donald Glover's character is more open, and they have this weird chemistry that you know when two you know two opposites attract, right? And they just work together to create this really really cool dynamic that I'm like, man, I could definitely see myself be one of these characters on one of these missions plus all the you know the 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 cameos that come 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 with this these episodes are fantastic but we can't really spoil that for you guys yeah so no 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 spoilers on the cameos but they also never felt like like oh this is no oh, this is like a stunt cameo or this is like a random cameo that sometimes you'll see in shows we're like oh this person's showing up for a minute or so every member or every cast member who shows up in the series plays 
a part that matters and has a direct, you know, influence on John and Jane or Donald Glover and Maya Erskine in this, um, who are phenomenal together. And for those of you who do not know what the premise of Mr. and Mrs. Smith is about, you know, going back to the 2005 film, it's about two agents who are, are, are put together, who are married and then have to go and kill each other. This show is a really unique spin on that. But they don't even know, like in, in the movie, they don't know that they're spies. Right. But this series, they, they do know they're kind of like arranged to be like, they go through some sort of matchmaking spy yeah. uh, interview. And then, all of a sudden they're they're a group and then all of a sudden their relationship starts to form as each episode pro- extends but yeah like fantastic yeah and and i think that's what works so well with the show is that okay it takes this premise where in the mid 2000s that's all you would need is like two sexy people being in a relationship not knowing each other are spies this gives it so much nuance and depth and that's something that i think we're going to come up a lot in this review of how much nuance and depth there is to the world that they are creating, to these relationships, to the intimacy that they have with one another. This show is very much just like, the way I look at a show like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for example, I don't look at Brooklyn Nine-Nine as a cop show. I look at it as a show, they happen to be cops, but it's about the relationships that they're forming. It's very much the same thing for Mr. and Mrs. Smith, where yes, there are they are secret agents, they are going on missions together, but it's them, it's John and Jane, how they're growing together in the show as a couple in a relationship that is the forefront. And it just it just works so well. Shabazz, jump on in. Give us your thoughts on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So much of the show reminded me of that meme that was going around a few years ago of, uh, oh man, it was Taika Waititi and I think it was... Um, Kate Blanchett? Kate Blanchett behind him. And it was like introvert boyfriend showing his inter- like extrovert girlfriend uh, a certain thing. Uh, yeah. That's like on the on iPad, the iPad. Right? That's like exactly like what this yeah. show kind of reminded me of because, you know, Don Glover's character, John, he's really much, he's really that extrovert. And and Jane is really that, that introvert character. And I love that their pairing is so dynamic. It works really well. And you buy it. Like the second you meet them, you just buy it. And like, okay. We've known Donald Glover for years. We've seen him in everything. I don't know Maya Erskine that well. So really, she can fold into whatever she wants and I'll, I'll believe it. But man, Donald Glover just sells it and I believe it because I've seen him in everything. And I'm like, wow, this role works really well. You can't go into this show expecting the 2005 film because it is not that at all. That movie was Sex Sells. This movie, this show really is writing. It's pure writing. It's pure action. It's pure just love of the characters. And that's what I loved about this show so much. Each episode almost doesn't even feel like they're connected. And when you get the recaps, you're kind of like, I wonder why they're recapping this. It doesn't really feel like it's joined together. Like it, it does in some ways, but you're still kind of like, oh, like really, is this all going to tie in together and then when it does you believe it it totally makes sense you get why all the connective tissue is there and why they were referencing all these great moments in the show and god the 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 cameos if we even want to call them that because again they they feel so purposely placed there they they feel so earned they feel like they make sense in the in the plot of the show uh and of course each episode just ends in such a way where you're like i gotta know what happens next I got to know what happens next. Yeah. And I, you know, without really spoiling anything, I'm, I'm so curious for you guys. 
what was your favorite episode just based on the overall theme of it? I think for myself, all I'm going to say is uh, th- there's a lot. And uh, that's why I'm really excited to rewatch the show. Uh, but there's an episode in particular. I'm just going to say therapy. Same here. Um, Same here. That's, there's a scene that happens in that episode where they're on a mission and they're just talking. And it's like they're cutting deep. And uh, you feel like, you know, when you're watching Marriage Story or what's the other one that the one with um, John David Washington and Zendaya, Malcolm and, Malcolm Marie. and Marie, yeah, where you feel like you're you're like I shouldn't be here for this, like I should not be seeing this conversation because you are a fly in the wall, yeah. but they are going at it, and it's one of those scenes that I'm like, damn. The, this show's getting nominated. It's because they are phenomenal yeah. in this scene. That and like the, the double date one. I was just going to say a lot of those arguments that we witness between the two are because uh, I was watching a lot of interviews about them and they were saying that we've improved a lot of those arguments and they feel real because they, they, there is yeah. an immaturity to them. They're, they're, there's a level of like real, like right to the soul. And especially it's messy. especially with Jane, she's so it's messy. Because she's so closed off, she's more likely to cut you deeper because she doesn't and mm-hmm. they say it in the series, like I she doesn't feel like she, I don't feel I don't have the same emotions that normal, you know, people who are me. Communication or, isn't her strong front, right? Yeah. So it's those arguments that we witness in like the fire scene or sorry, the forest scene in front of the fire or, or, uh, or <laughs> on the buildings and, and, and therapy are really, really real. They feel very real. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised at all that you're saying that the arguments are just organically happening. They're improv because that is exactly what it feels like. That's why the show is like, you, you sometimes forget that it's a spy show and you kind of start falling into this, well of like oh marriage and relationship and then a great action sequence. oh yeah let's go on yeah, a, mission. a great action sequence will occur <laughs> and you're like and the action sequence a lot of them reminded me of um like casino royale or even uh quantum of solace because of the italy backdrop sometimes but man like there's just so many moments mm-hmm. where i was like this show is no right to be this good like it has no right to be as <laughs> damn entertaining as it is like this is just it was mind blowing. It reminds me of Beef from last year. You know, Beef had really good writing, and everyone was just like attracted to it, and it won all these awards. Like this is the Mr. And Mrs. Smith is this year's Beef, just because the writing is so good, and th- you know the relationship that we that unfolds in front of us. You're just you you just want to see more, and then there's action on top of that, and real locations. It just felt so so well produced and well made. Man, it's just, uh, I think it's Amazon's probably best show that they have on their uh, platform. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah. This is the power of great storytelling. This is the power of having great characters and putting people in the writer's room, in the world of just like, hey, listen, here's this great IP, this intellectual property, if you want to, like, if you want to really boil it down, this great idea for content that we have. But let's make it matter. Let's give it a soul. Let's give it faces that you recognize, but also do something special. And I think Donald Glover and Francesca Sloan did something so unique with Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's damn good television. I was just sitting there like, and it reminds me a lot of, you know, of those shows that we'd watch growing up on network TV in the best possible way where it's like, this is what people were watching every week. And I think 
going back to Shay, when you mentioned the recaps, I was like, yeah, like the recaps, if you're binging this all in one shot, you're like, yeah, I just saw that. But it reminded me of a lot when you were watching a show like 24 or, you know, for me, Smallville or, or something where you're just like, oh, it's giving me the highlights of themes that are going to come up again in this episode. So it's almost like in Mission Impossible where it's giving you a little bit of like the, hey, here's a little bit of a tease of what to come. We're bringing, we're reintroducing these themes again. Um but it's it's so good, and I just can't get over how nuanced and mature of a take it is for what Mr. and Mrs. Smith can be, and the fact that there's uh, a whole world of that they could tell within here. Again, we don't want to; we're not going to get into spoilers or anything like that. But there is so much room in this world to tell these stories and to introduce new characters and have it feel all real and earned and that it matters. I, I personally was never a big fan of the 2005 film. It just felt like, oh, this is sex sells. And it, it never really had a lot of um, weight to that film. I think there could have been, when I watched the movie, I'm like, oh, this could be done so much better. And this is what this show is. This is what that should have been. This is that done better. And the world wasn't such, ready for it then, man. The like world wasn't ready like for it. I was writing this show in 2005. Yeah. 14-year-old Shabazz <laughs> is like, yeah, Donald Glover. You know what? We're going to make it really introspective and deep and, and nuanced and different. And it really it is. is Atlanta mixed with Bond. It's Atlanta meets Bond. And it's like, it, it shouldn't work, but it does. It's so mature. It's so smart. And it's like, you really, you really got to like, just give it a chance. And I think... I, I, after the first episode, I was like, okay, I'm on board. Like, I'm, I'm really liking this. Then episode two, then three. And then I was like, I can't stop. And I know that, that I'm sick. So maybe that's probably why. But man, I'm telling you, even if I wasn't, <laughs> it's been a better experience. I want to watch this. I want to watch a show in a theater. Like, that's how much fun I had from it. What's so fun about talking about it now, and that, that's what always makes me excited is about when we're reviewing something and when we're talking about it together, it's like, oh my gosh, it, it makes me want to go watch it. It makes me want to go stop recording and go watch it. And I think that's a sign of a really good show. And hopefully you listening to this or you watching that gets that same feeling because this this really is a great show. And I think, like Shay said, if you're going into this expecting the Simon Kinberg film, it is not that. It's a very different take on what this is yes there are borrowed premises of it but it really is these two people who are paired together who are who are going through a relationship but also happen to be super spies and going on missions and it's incredible that we have a show like this that has relocations that feels like oh they're in new york city or this is where they are in the world they're going on these missions and it looks incredible it sounds great. And then you have soundtrack drops that the whole time I was putting pulling Shazam out and be like, damn, what's this song? What's the song? Because it has that Atlanta feel where like shit, you're gonna get re you're gonna get introduced to music that's not just your generic like pop hits or classics or all these classics that I think so many films do uh, do incorrectly. Or you're like, oh, here's this notable song. Like, no, you're gonna get some you know artists you've never heard of and you're like oh my gosh this song is incredible and i think that's what's so incredible about this show is that there's a culture to it there's a vibe to it that we don't get in a lot of shows you do get it in shows like atlanta and i think that's where donald glover and francesca coming in bringing a new vibe to what this series could be is really special and what they're doing is really deep and different and you're going to get some incredible action but you're really going to stay there for the relationship to see this couple go through it, tear each other down, 
cut each other to pieces, but also root for them. And I think that's what's so special too. Is like, man, I'm I'm rooting for them to succeed and to be together. Can we talk a little bit about the action? Because I think even though you know the action takes a back seat in this whole series. When there is action, it's very, very well done. It's very well orchestrated in front of you. And I think for me, one of the biggest ones was when they're in, I think, Lake Cuomo, the Ron, the Ron Perlman episode, and where they're just trying to, you know, escape people who are chasing them. And it just felt really, you know, here's Maya outside the window shooting her gun. You know, Donald's driving, he's he's going through the, the mountains, and it's just like, yeah, man, this feels like Bond. This feels like something I would have solace. Yeah, something I would have watched on the big screen. And they're they're capturing that with this comedy that just works like the whole dynamic of the show just has so many genres. It's a rom com, it's a comedy, it's an action spy thriller, and there's and there's it's real, it's, there's drama in it. You're taking all these genres, mesh meshing them together and you're getting this perfect story of of spy it's that that particular episode kind of stood out because there's a lot of outside the car inside the car a lot of gunfights here catch this gun we're 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 back to back trying to get out of what we are in the situation that we're caught in and i and i do like that they're each episode's kind of bottled in within that like not one episode kind of leads or continue continues a mission to the next. It's like right from beginning to end, that mission is done. You either succeed right. or you fail. And there's a lot of missions that you think they would succeed. It, it, there is issues with the relationship, so of course they're going to fail some some missions as well. But it's it's funny because like whenever they fail, Anthony, or whenever like a failure is is about to occur, you're looking at the most human of errors that are occurring in these situations. Things that like you and I would just make the mistake of, or we would think the exact same way. I'm like, Oh man, I would, I would, if I was a spy, I would have done the exact same thing. Like that's just like the, (laughs) the mentality that, you know, I was going with something really quickly. I wanted to touch on as well was the score of the show by David Fleming. Phenomenal type of music. I never really heard before the way that it comes in and it has just like a different, different. it just, it flows. Like I remember an episode one, right when I heard it, I was like, Oh, this is, this sounds cool. Like this is this is wicked. I can't wait to bump this soundtrack. Like not even just the, not not, not the yeah. music that you're it's talking about, Daniel. I know that was amazing as well. But yeah. just that original. Yeah, it just it, this is like in a different. This is a different yeah. vibe, man. This is a different rhythm that this show is is working, and it's a different frequency. And that's why I really hope that it finds yes. its audience because it's so different from I think what people are going to be expecting going into it. But by episode two, you're going to be like. You got This be. is one of the best shows of the year. I know it's, <laughs> you know, February 1st we're saying this, but it really is. It is going to be on my list, oh, no yeah. doubt. This is a show you want to buy. Like, you want to own it physically. Yeah. You want to just have that 4K Blu-ray. And another small thing that I love, and this is a thing that, you know, it, it's, such a, it's such a weird area to kind of be in because I love when some shows do this and I love when some shows don't do this, but I love that the show has the simplest title card because I want to get into the meat of the show right away. Just name and then go. And that's it. That's all I need. Let me get into it. Yeah. And I think that's something that we always have feedback on. Like if you're going to have a two minute title sequence, let me not want to skip it. This is just like yes. title drop. And again, I think Prime Video is really good at that. Yeah. With like with especially like Invincible. It's just like you're coming to a moment and 
boom, title drop, you're in it. Let's keep going. We're not wasting time on the title of the show. You know the show you're watching, dummy. You're going to go right into the episode. Um, there are some really iconic lines in this show. Um, and, I, and I just, we were joking around before we started, but because, again, because the show just feels so natural and like these are humans making mistakes and you're like what would i do in this situation like they're trying to get away from this couple that's talking to them and jane maya is just like shut the fuck up bitch shut the fuck up bitch i have a gun and i will shoot you it's like what else are you going to say in a situation like that to get away from somebody and i i was laughing so hard at that because it's so true and again it just goes to show how human and real and grounded this show is like these aren't the most you know these aren't james bond these aren't terminators they aren't just perfect at what they do they are making mistakes and that's also what reminded me a lot of the killer we're just like here's this guy talking so much about how good he is at his job and then as soon as he does his first shot he messes up and then the rest of the movie is him messing up and having to fix that and that's what i think there's a lot of similar dna there within the score and everything where you're just like yeah like this feels natural this feels like characters that would exist in the real world. And I think Donald Glover is great in this type of role where I think a lot of the times with Donald Glover, it's like, you're either going to love him or you're going to be like, Oh, he's doing Donald Glover. He's not, he's, he's playing a, a more refined version of himself in this. And I think he does such an incredible performance and Maya, especially Maya Erskine is just out of this world. Good in the show. Let's get to our final recommendations of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Shabazz, I'm going to get you to start us off. Well, I know it's, it's very difficult for shows what we do, but I mean, we have all the episodes and man, it's a, it's a real gem of TV. I don't know what you want to call it, man, but this is just like, like <laughs> hi, I, there, isn't, there isn't a thing I didn't like about the show. I was like, this is just such a fantastic show. I had a great time. I would watch it again in a heartbeat. It is an easy, easy watch. And it's something that I want to show like my wife now. I'm like, I can't wait to just sit down with her and be like, hey, you got to watch this. Yeah, I'm right there with you. This is a this is a real gem of a TV show. After Anthony was telling us, he's like, guys, it's really good. And we Start don't ever trust it. Anthony. Remember- like, we just don't trust him. No, we don't. We don't. And we're just like, you're a liar. Listen, we should know. We watched the first 15 minutes and we weren't. You got to judge the book by its cover. (laughs) (laughs) And this show came in and really just stunned us. And it really is a phenomenal show. It, It probably is the best prime video show that has been released thus far. Make time for it. Make it your next binge. You got eight episodes ready for you this Friday. Go watch it. You'll love it. Anthony, take us home. Yeah, the the first episode is, I would say, the challenge. But I think the way the first episode is designed, it's very much like a relationship. It's always awkward. And as you get through it, you know, Mm -hmm. you start to like real connection with it. And that's where I was like, man, this is going above and beyond what like a TV series normally will do. This is a real gem. This is a real gem of a TV series. I enjoyed it. I watched it twice. I enjoyed the chemistry. I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed the whole production of this of this series. I think it's fantastic. Amazon's best series out there. And I um I can't wait for a season two. And I think a lot of people will gravitate to it. Because if you are fans of Atlanta, um, succession, just really heavy dialogue-driven storylines, because that's what this but never, but boring, never boring, very exciting, but, but also boring. grounded yeah. and, and approachable because you can find yourself relating to the characters and find yourself relating to like, yeah, I probably would do the same thing if I was in their shoes. The real arguments, the, the just 
everything that you're going to come across, you just be like, man, this is such a great series. I can't believe, you know, a the marketing for it is not as big as it should be. C or sorry, B, I miss, I miss C. Uh, B, I think <laughs> oh, oh, <hold> the <laughs> the overall like the internet world and Donald Glover have an issue with each other. It's just like there's there's this back and forth of who is Donald Glover. I think this is probably his best performance because it's the performance where I think he had the most fun. I feel like he's just had so much more fun than he did with Atlanta because Atlanta is portraying a different type of character, but this one feels a character that he's never done before. Uh, where Atlanta might be very similar to his career as Childish Gambino. Uh, and C, you know, again, it's it's a show that I think we it's unexpected. The tone is unexpected. We're going into it thinking this is Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the, you know, Andrew, Angelina or Brangelina at the time. Is def- definitely not. This is a different type of series and it's going to shock you once you uh, watch it. I'm so excited to rewatch it again. I think my my biggest gripe with the show was that first episode. I remember telling you, Anthony, I feel like it should have ended sooner, but I'm I'm interested now when I'm rewatching the show, how is it going to feel for me going into it again, knowing where things go? But just like both of you, season two, oh my Prime God. Video, please green light it right now because we need to know where things are going from here. It is damn good. It is damn, damn good. Thank you so much for listening and watching our review of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Thank you to our friends at Prime Video for sending us the episodes for review. Don't forget, you could check it out on February 2nd. All eight episodes of season one will be available for you to watch. Make sure you follow the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. Check out our show notes below for links to everything and more. And if you like what we're doing here and if you want to support us, make sure you join our Patreon. It helps us out a lot. And we want to keep making the show for you. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. 